Inside 4 will also with your host, James Madison. I would like to talk about pinning two warring states against each other. Early on in the former month, Joseph Biden gave tens of thousands of dollars in firearms to Palestinian groups. He also gave various funds to remaining Al-Qaeda cells, and a few ISIS cells happened to receive dividends from that investment. Joseph Biden received some pushback. He received some complaints. He was reminded that the Palestinians are not our friend. They are, in fact, our enemy, and we should not be funding them. I don't think we should be funding any country. I don't give a fuck what their problem is. It's not our problem. Now, just a few days ago, Joseph Biden, the R stands for fucking retarded, by the way, happened to just give almost just hair of a, just hair, hair shy, a couple thousand dollars short of a billion dollars in firearms to Israel. Now, as for me, I'm one of those make Israel great again kind of guys, and I know Fortune's not a fan of that, but, jeez, I wonder who would be. Uh, I wonder who could be behind this post, right, boys? <coughs> yeah, the shigma cunts. Now, the Palestinians and the Israelites, Israelians, Israel. They go by Israelians, right? They're not Israelites anymore. Israelites were kind of Romanish era. Oh, hi, kitty. Now, I can't exactly speak as to why some speculation going around right now is the reason Joseph Biden gave the guns to uh, Israel is he received pressure and was told that Palestine wants to destroy Israel, which is true. And... When he heard the complaints, in order to try and level the score, he gives Israel more firearm power. I don't believe that, though. Fox News, of course, is the one saying, Oh, you know, he received pushback, and he's trying to make it make amends for the mistake he made by over-arming the other country. And the other one... And CNN's, of course, trying to sugarcoat it, saying, oh, this, this, this nation in ruins, Trump's racist policies destroyed the Middle East and all these countries. You know, they act like the Abraham Accords don't exist or didn't almost exist. By the way, anybody else enjoy watching the Abraham Accords fall through? Like, these were the most historic, groundbreaking peace deals. And countries that have been at war with each other for thousands of years are now... We're, we're agreeing to make peace with one another. Biden gets in there, carpet bombs Syria, which technically I believe is part of Egypt, or around there, it's the Ukraine to Egypt, and start making threats in the Middle East again, sending troops in, pulling troops out, Simon says, with our faces. <clears throat> So the Abraham Accords are falling through and no one's talking about it. No one gives a shit. The other day there was a decent headline from NPR and it said some like It said some ignorant shit where it was like the Abraham Accords 
something. It was like something about Abraham Accords falling apart, and they made a reference to Abraham Lincoln, and I was like, that's not the Abraham they're referencing at all. No, the reason I think Joseph Biden gave almost a billion dollars in guns to Israel while arming these various other fractions in the Middle East that are very anti-Israel. Keep in mind, who is Joseph Biden? Joe Biden is a career crony, crooked politician. And just look back at every Middle Eastern invention we've had in the last 40 years and you will see him fully on board. He loves that shit. My new pickup line is, girl, I'm like America in the Middle East. I ain't never pulling out. Feel free to use that. Copyright free. Who am I, Gene Simmons? Now, I think what Joseph Biden's doing is he's arming these rebel groups, these resistance groups, Palestine and Israel, because he wants them to kill each other. He wants the strongest government forces in the Middle East to wipe themselves out so America can roll through just like we did in the early 90s. And what happened with what we did in the Middle East in the early 90s? Do you know? Bush Sr. trained Osama bin Laden. He sent troops overseas to train an insurgency group that had a young, beardless Osama bin Laden in it. And then 15 years later, well, not even 15, it's like 11 years later, Osama bin Laden organizes 9-11. A Republican is to be blamed for 9-11. Now, the next major terrorist attack on U.S. soil can be blamed on a Democrat. Showing these two political parties, despite all their bluffering, really don't give a fuck about you or I. Joseph Biden wants these countries to destroy themselves and each other so we can go in, overthrow some backwoods-ass second world nation, and destroy it. We want their oil. We want their resources. We want to expend the American empire. There's actually a really great book about this called How to Hide an Empire. It's all about the earlier, more empirical days of the U.S., kind of good a lot of historical inaccuracies in it but the overall thesis is really fucking good it wasn't strong enough to write a book like this fucking dude did but but he's not wrong either he's not quite right it's like watching bill maher talk about what's going on in the world it's like you almost get it oh you almost got it honestly guys if only you knew how haunted things really are they're fucked Now, let's talk about something relating to Palestine and Israel that's in our own backyards, shall we? How about in L.A., where that group of Hasidic Jews was jumped and violently beaten by a pro-Palestinian group? Did you hear about that? Did that cross your news feeds today, yesterday or the day before when it actually happened? Or is right now the first you're hearing about that? And let me tell you, pro-Zionist all the goddamn way. <clears throat> and let me tell you something about U of M, by the way. University of Michigan, Ann Arbor, Michigan, they have anti-Zion bills. Uh, not bills, they have anti-Zionist clauses and laws now. For example, if you burn a cross in a black guy's yard, it's a hate crime. You burn a star of David in a Jewish guy's yard, it's just arson slash vandalism. 
Not kidding. Seriously, look it up. U of M have passed all kinds of laws in their dorms and living quarters, and Ann Arbor has passed those sort of laws that remove the, what is it, special citizenship or whatever, the protected citizenry or whatever from the Jewish people. So now in Ann Arbor, Jewish people cannot have hate crimes committed against them. Fascinating. Especially for U of M, a school that's heavily donated by two... Or, sorry, let me rephrase that. Not at all remotely surprising, U of M. After all, University of Michigan does take millions of funds from the Muslim Brotherhood. Gee, I wonder why they want to go after the Jews. You know, I have to wonder sometimes. When the Jewish people say they're God's chosen people, was it for every cruel, sick joke history has to tell you? Because it's certainly how it fucking seems, doesn't it? Every one of these religions preaches this fucking love, tolerance, and peace, but not a single fucking religion has ever tried to live up to it. Even those Buddhists, even the Taoists, even these most zen of men and these most zen of religion, those religions have killed, despite their papers always saying no violence required. Why is that? Why can't we conquer that little bit of our monkey brain that says destroy? There's no good reason to have it. It doesn't change anything. All it does is add animosity and chaos where there doesn't otherwise need to be animosity and or chaos. Humans themselves are very destructive creatures and I think they create a government in order to help maintain some sort of normality, perhaps some sort of order, and over time the chaos gets too great and they destroy their own government. This happens in cycles. Just look at France. They've had this repetition. Prosperity. Some sort of natural event. Famine, plague, you name it. Mm, rulership becomes weak. People lose confidence in it. The people turn on the system. The system gets destroyed. The system rebuilds. The system goes corrupt. The people turn on the system. The system destroys itself. Rinse, lather, repeat. Day in, day out, year in, year out, generation, decade gone. So, my question is, how long are we really going to let this go on for? I think religion's important. Even if you don't believe in God, I think religion can bring forth some sort of sense of community. And I'm someone who's been to all sorts of different religious gatherings. Tried on a little bit of any religion I came across that was open door for me. And every day, these people, for the most part, or at least act, feign, some of them, the appearance of holiness. But they never, well not all of them, some, many, if not most, refuse to address the elephant in the room, which is the blood-soaked pages of those holy scriptures. I don't care what religion you are, even if even if you're a Mount Zion kind of person, and you think you're dying to Mount Zion, you know, the Rastafarian system, you've killed. Your religion has killed. If you're part of any religion, of course, unless you're me and you're a dudist, because, you know, dudes don't kill. <clears throat> you are part of a religion that has killed hundreds of thousands of people. And it's only ever lightly glanced over. 
Like, for example, when you say the Crusades, there's a reason why it's at the end of Crusades. There were dozens, man. It wasn't just that one big bloody one that the Pope sanctioned. Dozens of Popes sanctioned dozens of fucking Crusades. It was a trend for a while. That's just how they operated. We sugarcoat these things. Every one of them. We might lightly address it in schools and education and in documentaries. Maybe do some fun movie with it. But we never actually address the horrors of it. And you want to know how you know we don't make people address the horrors of our history? You have Holocaust deniers. You know, people who were shown evidence and were able to somehow say no, that didn't happen. Well, now their arguments changed. They went from saying it never happened to saying, is that number a little high? Yes, that's sort of the horrifying point of it. One number is too high. Let alone six billion. <clears throat> it's hard to defend religion sometimes. Because on one hand, religion has the ability to pull so many of us together regardless of our faiths. But it has destroyed, ruined, broken, and crippled so many, not just people, empires, countries, cities. It's really a shame. Especially because all these books, every one of them, preaches peace. And what happens if you don't live a good life, a just life, a fair life within your means? And that doesn't stop us. It, uh, it's kind of sad. A little scary. Now, let me... And this is from Newsweek. I have a couple there I can pull up. Attack on Jewish diners at L.A. restaurant by pro-Palestinian group begin investigated. Crime being investigated as hate crime. And right here the thumbnail shows a Star of David flag spray painted with the no. And it says boycott Israel. <sighs> Authorities are investigating a brawl late Thursday night outside of a restaurant in Los Angeles as a possible hate crime. Witness told CBS LA that a caravan of vehicles with people waving pro-Palestinian flags approached. Oh, Oh, this is just a video of ambulance after ambulance leaving. Oh my god, there's so many ambulances. Jesus. Witness told CBS LA that a caravan of vehicles of 
vehicles with people waving pro-Palestinian flags approached the restaurant in the Beverly Grove neighborhood and began throwing glass bottles at diners while yelling anti-Jewish profanity. Cell phone video footage shows a group of men getting out of the car and beginning to physically attack the diners, one man appearing to pick up a metal pole and hold it above his head shouting anti-Semitic slurs, This is why you need guns. You know what, fuck that shit. Me in 2016 was very anti-gun. Not gun control, just very anti-personal ownership. Fuck that. Get a gun, give them what they fucking deserve. I don't care if I get flagged for calling violence, because I'm not. I'm saying defend yourself. Make sure you are armed. Make sure you know what you're doing. Get educated. Know what firearm fits your need. You. And drowned. L.A., all of California is a fucking dump. And if you're still there, you're perfect for that fucking city. You're perfect for that fucking state. And I hope you're happy with what you voted for, because you did vote for it. Don't you love it? Don't you love that your governor, during a drought, can water his vineyard while you sit there licking your dry lips begging him to help you, and he just laughs and sips his little fucking red and white wines while you suffer. But no, by all means, vote for the D. Caitlin, 2022. You know what? No, you don't deserve that. You know what you deserve? You deserve Uncle... Uh, what's his name? Uh, from uh, that... The dude who cleans the shit out of his trailer. He's running for president or governor of California. Rodney, uh, oh, I can't think of his name. He's in that Uncle, uh, it's an Uncle Buck. Not Uncle Buck. Uh, it doesn't matter. He's running for governor, supposedly. Good, good. But it's too late. <laughs> that whole state's fucked. The only next thing is maybe you can sweep up the rubble and rebuild from it. Doubt it, though. I don't think we're going to see a California phoenix rise out of this. But hey, you might get that new California Republic you've been hoping for. So yeah, the NCR is real, potentially. And if you're a cop in L.A., God, you deserve what you're getting right now. Oh, you fucking deserve it. But you don't know that, do you? No, if you're a cop in one of these states, like California, you disgust me. You are what the British call the fucking filth, and what the Americans call the fucking pigs. Simply for the fact that you don't care about the oath you took to that constitution. Because every day your state is full of people attacking each other, killing each other, robbing each other, and all sorts of horrendous human rights and personal liberty violations. And you sit back and say thank you for the paycheck, Mr. Governor. You fucking disgust me. And I hate your guts.
And you're the type of cop that would raise somebody's home and steal their Second Amendment from them. You're the type of cop who will sit back as the First Amendment is ripped to shreds in front of you. And you wouldn't give a fuck. You would just sit there and say, thank you, Mr. Statist. I love being your little pawn. Tell me, California cops, can you fit Newsom's dick to the base? Or do you choke a little when you get halfway down? Leave it in the comments. And feel free to leave a negative thumbs down. I don't want your... fucking body, you pr- I hate those fucking coexist stickers, because no one knows that that little moon wants to murder every other symbol on that coexist, coexist, uh, coexist sticker. And I really hate when I see the rainbow coexist stickers, because you would get murdered and raped in the Middle East for having that sticker, but you dumbass Americans don't know that. You dumbass fucking Americans don't even realize if you wore your cross in like seven countries, that little crucifix around your neck... You would be beaten to death in the streets. You don't realize that.
because you're in your little red, white, and blue cheeseburger-filled bubble and loving it. Some of you say, I don't want to live in the pot and eat the bugs, not realizing you already are, and you yourself are a fucking bug. Kind of sad. What a mood switch. It's almost like human rights violations disturb me in some way. Weird, right? Only in this case, it's hundreds of thousands of Israelis dead.
One day they're going to fuck around and find out. So American...
hanging around the Middle East. Couldn't agree more myself. But seriously, I hate I hate Omar and I hate Rashida Tlaib mainly.
Gut. are upheld. to muster.
pro-army in Israel and Palestine, then you ain't Congress. So much time.
jadams. Basically, Hamas. I my phone falls asleep all the time.
completely. That's not right. question.
ship. What a concept. I could use a little fuel myself. And that's it for today, guys. This is an hour-long episode. I have been James Madison Singleton, the host of Inside Four Walls, the only podcast that doesn't pull its fucking punches anymore. And unlike Joe Rogan, I won't sell out. Unless Israel bought me. Anyway, I'm out. Have a great night, folks. I'll be back some point with another episode. Have a great evening with much love from the Inside Four Wall Studio to your ears and then to your heart. I'm James Singleton. Sign off for James Madison. Have a great evening.